In this episode, we're going to pick up from where we left off in part one. It went a little long because we had fun. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. The definition is here. It's in the illustration. It says, this is in my policy design. I don't quite understand what that means. And what does it mean that it is expected to, anticipated to? That's not a guarantee. That makes me uncomfortable. If this was some other thing that is kind of like a nice to have, it'll be great if it's there. Okay, I'll take a little risk, but not here. This isn't an arena where I want to have some risk. I, I have plenty of other investment vehicles where I'm taking on plenty of risk. But then again, one key difference between yourself and others is you understand that there may be somebody that likes to gamble, that has very specific needs and maybe needs to Maybe only needs to win two two races. So yeah, let's pump this little engine up to a thousand horsepower. <clears throat> right. I only need to win two races. After that, I don't care. But someone yeah. like me, you know, I think when we talked, I need to win seventeen plus years of racing. Right. You you took my specific needs and designed designed a policy according to that because I had, you know, my time horizon. You know, my, the factors that influence what I was trying to do. And, and, and goals. You had goals that we clarified. You clarified. You know, you had some goals that were adjusted, and but they're going to be met. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but I, And I appreciate you saying that. But. Yeah, and, and, and I had mentioned before that, that um, sometimes I was a little off-put by other presentations where, you know, their premiums are, you know, six figures, seven figures, and... And they're doing this because they want to invest in real estate or their businesses and things like that. And um, it, it was a little off-putting, but I, I think I've read the book three times now. I, I kind of caught an idea. Uh, 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 it was in there, but sometimes you don't see it. You don't see your nose you know, it's right on your face. But one thing you do with it is you, finance, you can finance your lifestyle. You don't have to finance business endeavors, right? It can just be the things that you're going to spend money on, right? You talked about your truck. I had a tax bill. And so my policy was perfect for me because I know that there is money going out that's not coming back to me. It's not, it's not a loan. It's, it's um, basically, you know, it, it's, it is an investment. It's an in- investment in education and, and things like that. But it's not something where I expect those dollars to come back, let alone profit, right? And so my policy was designed the, the way that best suited my, my needs. And, and, and one size does not fit all. I'm glad that you took the time to, for me to explain what I thought my goal was, but you, you said, well, why is that your goal? What, what, why are you trying to accomplish that? And then I explained to you, and you're like, okay, that's your true goal. These are just things that help, you know, deliver. And you know, I got to say that, you know, um, you, you, well, in communications, you know, I'm just saying that you're telling me one thing, and I'm listening, and I'm paying attention, but you're also telling me what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what you were saying was really not what you wanted, but you didn't know that. You were telling me all of that. Mm-hmm. I was just asking, yeah. you know, to connect the two. Right. Right. And for clarity for me, I mean, I'm, but. Yeah, and, and, and there, there's, a, there's a safety thing that, that I've learned. And it, it, it's one of these uh, biases we have, and, and we use it in, the, in safety. Um, I've worked in a lot of industries that, that, are, that are dangerous, but very safety conscious. Yeah. It is a term called look, but fail to see. Sometimes yes. you're looking at something so close that you don't actually see what's in front of your face. You, you alluded to that when you're shaving your face, like, oh, I've had a nose there this whole time. Yeah. Like it's there all the time. It's actually in your field of vision, but your brain trains yourself to kind of ignore it. And then sometimes you just, oh, there it is, right? And so, yeah, I, I was looking but failing to see what my goal was. And, and after our conversation, it's like, okay, well, this is one thing I need to support the, the ultimate goal of what I had. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing several things to make that as far as, you know, investing in, in education and, and things like that. Um, and, and so that is a far cry from the 20, 30 minute conversations I had with everybody else. How much, how long do you want to pay? How much you want to pay? How long? We're done. 
I'll, I'll, I'll send you something. Those are good to know, <laughs> needed to know, but not the end all of be all, right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and the thing was is I bought into that. Okay. Best policy illustration wins. You earn my business. Um, but I'm glad I didn't, I, I didn't go that, that, uh, that route. And, and, and most people, everyone except you, is more than happy to send you illustrations after that 20, 30 minute conversation. I, I don't know how long it took for me to get one. Like I said, I, I decided to go with you before I even saw it um, because you addressed or assuaded the, the questions, concerns I had with it. You didn't just tell me, don't worry about it. That never happens. It had never happened in my in my lifetime. But now, after watching that seven part series, like, holy cow, I can't, I was this close, you know? and And, my spreadsheet kind of raised a couple of red flags. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being direct recognition. It, it, it was a little, it was, I don't think I ever figured out how to properly account for that, which made me think like, this looks risky, right? If, if I can't solve it in a formula, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a little risky, right? Um, but I never actually asked anyone for an illustration because, because I had no idea how this works. Right. I, I felt like asking someone to give me an illustration was the same as asking someone to run my credit. Hmm. You get dinged every I time you do that, right? I, and I thought, it. if I ask for an illustration, I'm locked in with you. I'm committed. I got it. And, and so I never asked for one, but they sent me multiple ones, right? They, they would send me, I think only one agent out of the six sent me an illustration from more than one company. But the other ones, four of them, four agents sent me um, an illustration from four different companies. And every illustration had a variance, a different writer, sometimes a different product. Like, like they'll sell, you know, policies that, that are, are, are IBC, you could say compliant, but there's different versions, different products. And um, then there are different writers. And so they sent me all this co- these different combinations of policies, and there was like, like 14, 15 of them. Um, and, and I use those to, to kind of build the, a test in my spreadsheet. Yeah. But, but that's all it took. That, 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 that's all it took for them to generate all those illustrations unasked because I felt like, please don't run my credit. But if you're going to send it, great. If you're going to run a soft check, right? A soft, you know how there's a hard inquiry, soft inquiry? Uh, if it's a soft inquiry, okay, send me a, But they sent me a whole bunch. And that, that's, that's not the way to do it. Right, it, 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 I felt like it was like hurry up and sign. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm giving you what you asked for. You you want to pay this much? You want to pay it this long? Hurry up and sign. Yeah. Let's go right into underwriting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about those pesky little writers and yeah. and 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 uh, you know All potential the disclosures. <laughs> right. Because there are things that say if if something that's not within your control doesn't do what it's supposed to do, your policy is going to be in trouble. Either you're going to have to come up with more money or it might Mac or whatever. And if it's not in my control, it's like, well, well, that's just risk, right? That's just, you know, I've got none of the policy illustrations I got, even though I got, you know, like 14, 15, ever showed what would happen if I didn't do my part, right? And and that's kind of where my spreadsheet came in. What happens when yeah. I take possession of this policy, this, this, this vehicle for practicing IPC? What happens if I don't treat it well? Right, just like a car. What if I don't change the oil? What if I don't rotate my tires? Am I going to get the same performance from someone who does? Right? What? None of those things are in there. They don't talk about it. Okay. I did not get the impression that they would spend time to teach you that. It's like, here's your policy. You know, here, you've got your policy. Here's how you take loans. Here's how you pay it back. Call me if you have any questions. Like, okay, but it's like you, 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 you've handed a tool to someone that not sure what job I'm supposed to be doing with this tool. I, I don't know. I just know this is a tool to, to, to achieve some of my goals, but how exactly am I supposed to use it? What, what, what happens if I drop it in a bucket of water kind of thing, right? I, I, I didn't know, right? And, and it's kind of where I got back to the more I thought about it, policy illustrations are the weed eater in that logic story. You could go this way, you could go that way, you could go this way with that little bit of information without more information to build upon, more context, more tenants and rules. You're gonna end up there when you should be over here, 
right? And 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 that's what I tried to do with my spreadsheet. Um, when we, when we talked before, I, I I know we called it the the spreadsheet of truth. But the more and more I thought about it, um, and after talking to Jake, it was really more a, a spreadsheet of reality. Yeah. What happens when this policy illustration yeah. that you said isn't worth the pay? It's wrong the minute I print it. But I felt pretty confident that what I saw would do what it says it's going to do if it's maintained and treated yeah. properly. And so that's what my spreadsheet did. When 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 I created my spreadsheet, the first portion of it, you could say the base, was to mimic policy illustration software. Whatever you know, the, the insurance companies use where you type in my information, right? Age and health rating, pre, whatever. And it spits out that. That's what my spreadsheet did as the core function. Because at the time, I didn't know that even the, the guaranteed side could be incorrect if certain things happen, right? I just assumed that these things would do what they were going to do if, you know, if they're in a perfect world. And so that's what my spreadsheet did. Is, is It was the first thing it did is it mimicked policy illustration software where it, based on the dividend, you know, it's going to generate this cash value is going to grow, you know, and, and a relationship between cash value, PUAs, and death benefit. It did all that stuff. That was just the baseline. And um, I know someone asked me, like, you know, every time something changes, you got to do a lot of work. No, no, it's not a lot of work. If, 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 if my life insurance company changed div dividend rates on a weekly basis, I don't have to rewrite anything. I just type in another number. I just change the way it averages dividend. Cause th there's all kinds of ways to, to do averages, right? You, you, sometimes you put more weight on the most recent data and you project it out with more weight on that data point than the previous one. So it, all that's in there. So if you, if, if dividend rates change or the, the really, you know, the, the number of, the, the dollars in death benefits that POA dollars buy change, that's easy to fix. I just change the number and pfft, spits it all out. So that was the first part of it. It's just mimicking what illustration software does without having to make a lot of changes. I just change a number, change a flag. You saw where I go, yes, no, yes, no, check box, check box. If I check certain things, it spits out different things, right? But the real value... Um, is what am I going to do? What is my impact on my policy? Not what the insurance company impact on the, I don't care about that. There's already a number that I change um, um, to do that. It's what am I going to do to this policy? What happens if for a year or two, I can't pay max funded or I can't pay back loans. I can't even pay back the interest. What happens when those things happen what happens if i try to catch up but i don't you know if if i have a if i have to take like a year off of paying if i have to borrow to pay the even the what happens in that i mean if i call you and i ask will you run through that with me james <laughs> can we go through the next 15 years and in this year i'm making ten thousand less and <clears throat> that year i i, I would drive an agent mad if I, I can see that. No, <laughs> you're, but you're an engineer, you know. And um, so I felt. But I get it. I felt I had to do that for my own benefit yeah, sure. because they're selling me, you know, just the illustration, and my mindset was on that. But what happens when I take possession of it? What happens when I don't change the oil? Right. What happens when I don't ro rotate the tires? When I don't pay the PUA? When I when I can't pay the interest on a loan and things like that? So that's what the the spreadsheet was. Its true value was, and the. The, the, the thing was, is when I initially wrote the spreadsheet, is what is the impact on my financial posture, right? My funding, my ability to fund, how is that going to impact the performance of my policy? If I underfund one year, sure. don't pay. That was how the spreadsheet was written. How do I affect my policy performance? Hey, you're being gracious. I mean, there's that, <clears throat> what I've seen... Even did more than that because you're very altruistic, mm -hmm. and so that is the safety side that you reference. Or you know, uh, look but didn't see, or look but don't see. Um, you know what could go wrong, mm -hmm. and 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 I would expect that, ex especially from an, a conservative person or an, you know the, that has a mind of an engineer, right? Mm -hmm. Very common. Um, but if things go well, 
or things go as expected mm-hmm. or very close to what's expected. Mm-hmm. The outcome is extremely important too. Right. Because those are things that are near and dear to you that you want to happen. And maybe you're taking income or whatever they are, they are for you. Mm-hmm. Right. That was very powerful. I mean, it was this was not just you know, oh, I'm going to get out of debt and I'm going to pay my home off in five or seven years. And, and you know, I'm going to do a, we used to call them power balls, how to get out of debt with an illustration and software, to an Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And they're out there and everybody has their own version of it and accurate. No. Yeah. Your spreadsheet of reality, reality yeah. your spreadsheet of reality is not that. Mm. It is not just an Excel spreadsheet and you've got a couple of life insurance policies, you know, showing you how to get out of debt and then, you know, buying the next policy and then buying the next policy somewhere behind that Excel spreadsheet. Yours is not that. All right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but it is also more than just what if I don't do this and, and we should all be disciplined. Right. Right. I mean, there's no question. If you don't, who will? If you don't care, why should I care? Right. If you don't care, who's going to care? You know, so you should do it and you should have a path and you should have a, a mechanism, a method, a methodology to measure, mm-hmm. you know, your progress and what you're doing. If you can't measure it, you can't manage it. Right. Right. But beyond that, it was very creative. I'm just saying that there's, you didn't like there's just one thing you wanted to do in the future is take income. Right. You had, I don't know how many, a lot of altruistic goals yeah. out there. So. Yeah, I'm just saying he's being gracious. It's just not boiled down to what if I don't do this. It's not right. that. Yeah, and 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 the the biggest, the best investment they say is in personal growth or education. Right? Sure, and that that's where most of my money is going to go. That the 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 money that I, the the money above what I need, right? It was was going to go to that, and that that's when I go back to that. If you're going to spend it anyway, yep. there is a way to capture it through a policy and pay. Because basically, what I'm doing is. Me today is taking loans, borrowing from future me, because future me is going to have less, fewer, lower expenses, right? Because you talk about, uh, you know, two ways to, to, to um, like maybe triggers to start a new policy, right? To me, what triggers a new policy need is um, steady income. Windfalls do not dictate a new policy. As a matter of fact, the biggest takeaway I got from building your warehouse of wealth, right? I read the book, but the one thing that stuck into my mind is my spreadsheet shows me that loans are costly, right? It's it's a bad thing to have a loan. I got to clear that thing out as soon as possible. But the biggest takeaway I had from building your warehouse, warehouse of wealth is a loan balance is where you put windfalls. If you have a windfall, that is where you put it. You put it into a loan balance and now you freed up more cash value for the next thing, right? And so it kind of took a little pressure off me where I was uber aggressive in getting my loan balances down. I still plan to do it, but I'm giving myself a little more time to do it because I do feel that um, in investing in, in, in education and personal growth for my loved ones is the best place to, 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 to invest, you know, time, money, what resources, what have you, right? Sure. Um, and so... That's where a lot of the, the money's going between now and when other expenses drop off. And so I'm basically borrowing from future me to pay for the things I want to do in the next you know, five to eight years. And then afterwards is where expenses go down. Because I, I do show a modest, I think like two and a quarter percent increase in income year over year. Um, very conservative, I think. Um, but that's not where the 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 horsepower is going to come from to take care of the loans and things like that I have now. It's going right. to be from lowering my expenses. And so, um, but but that was a big takeaway. If I do have a windfall, an unexpected windfall, I have a place to put it. Any loan balance I have, why not get ahead of the plan? And, and, well, you and know, that, that is uh, very akin to, you know, earlier it's like, uh, maybe a time period to pay a premium is very finite in our mind. I only have, you know, two races to win or five years or 10 years or eight years or seven years or whatever. Um, it's very difficult. One of my favorite quotes, I believe it was Hayek, the, the mind cannot foresee its own advance. Mm. Right. 
So I know that you've experienced windfalls in your life that you did not expect. Mm-hmm. Right? I have, you have, the listener, we all have, and we all will continue to do that. All right. Now, does that mean you go out and buy a policy and structure it to have a big loan and you're going to make room for an unknown windfall in the future? I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's the same thinking is like, <clears throat> well, I don't. I don't know where I'm going to get the premium in the 10th or 11th year. I don't want to pay a premium beyond the 10th or 11th year or whatever point in time there is in the future, however many years that is. While uh, when you when you step back and consider that, yeah, the 35, 40-year-olds, like, yeah, I don't want to pay premiums more than 15 years. Oh, at 35 and 15, then you're 50. Mm-hmm. You're barely into the peak earning years of your career. You know, it makes no sense to be forced to reduce a premium or be forced to go through underwriting again. That, that, that's, that is crazy. But the mind can't, you know, it's like when you were 20, you didn't think you were going to be 50. Right. You know, when you were 19, you thought 30 was the other side of 30 was death. Right. You know, and now when you're 40, you don't think you can be 60 or 70. And when you're 70, you can't see yourself at age 85. I mean, I don't know what that is about the human mind. But it's very difficult for us to think long term, and I think that's part of the culture, you know, the the mm-hmm. and the noise and the messaging that we are submersed in. You know, it's right now, right now, right now. It's not accidental either. It, it is not. Yeah. And somebody, multiple people or entities are profiting from it. Yeah, that. they're profiting from our short, you know, short-term yes. thinking yeah. for our need to live above our means, to instant gratification. Yeah, somebody's profiting. The, the thing I don't get, right, it, I, I understand not being able to, 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 to kind of, like you said, see beyond, what, what was it, the, your mind cannot? The mind cannot foresee its own advance. I, I can understand that, why that would be difficult. What, what I can't understand is when you have, as much as I've, you know, talked somewhat negatively about illustrations, it's in <laughs> black and white. Okay, if I told you, hey, I have this ATM or I have this money machine, you stick a dollar in it today, you'll get 60, 70, 80, 90 cents back. 10 years from now, 15, 10 years from now, you stick a dollar in, you're going to get a dollar fifty out. Twenty years from now, you stick a dollar in, you're going to get two twenty-five out. Why would you stop using the machine after five years, after ten years? Right? You can see in your policy illustrations money going in, increase in cash value. It's why would you stop? Why would you stop? And and, and look, that doesn't happen without the you know what if you're looking at the twentieth year, and of course the further out you look, the bigger the numbers are. Of course, mm-hmm. but if you look at the 20th year, that increase in cash value doesn't happen without the preceding 19 years. Right. Right. And okay, so so we're not like cherry picking a time point and saying, this is why you do that for the 20th year. No. What are you going to do between now? What are you going to do between now and the 20th year? Mm-hmm. You're going to live. And you're going to give and you're going to enjoy and you're going to spend and you're going to save and spend and save and spend or invest and do whatever. You're going to do all these things anyway. Right. You know, to create a life insurance policy that, you know, we all only have one exponential curve in our life. A life insurance policy that mirrors your life has an exponential curve. And they're built to pay a premium. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is pay a premium. So, you know, if you're going to illustrate, you know, $150,000 or $200,000 in premium in year one, and then minimum premiums afterwards, it's like the internal rate of return on that policy is jank anyway. So what are you really doing other than, you know, potentially investing in real estate or whatever the other secondary or tertiary sell that the promoter's promoting? And and I'm a capitalist. I'm, I don't mind revenue streams, right? But... You know, I'm pointing out the fact that, you know, whatever product they're trying to get you to buy so they can create themselves another revenue stream Mm -hmm. in that first year to get you to say yes. And then, well, why? Yeah. Why? When there's nothing wrong with slow and steady, proper structure. I'm not saying that we should pay pennies, you know, pennies in, pennies out. You got a penny any deal. No, they should be legitimate premiums. But on a proper structure, you're, you're able to pay a premium in the future, but not necessarily obligated. Right. Right now, the future is unknown. Well, what is what is uh, the infinite banking concept look like in retirement, James? Uh, it looks fabulous. 
well, how does that work? There's multiple ways it can work. When do you want to retire? Mm -hmm. What are you going to, should I, should I take a loan? Should I do a premium offset? Should I do a reduced paid up? Should I just surrender to basis and then do loans? And you know, the short answer is, I don't know. And you don't either because the future is unknown. Mm -hmm. Do you have a support system? Are you going to be 85 years old and going to be able to manage an outstanding loan? You know, can you pay a premium? Do you have, do you have your children, your grandchildren? You know, the, the, the circumstances at that point in time in the future for whatever the situation is, is going to dictate what you do. Right. Right. So how about we just be put and we get into the best position that we can get into right now. Right, that's correct. Maybe stresses us a little bit, causes us to think, right, and causes us to like check our math and check our work, check our thinking. Okay. And then we get going mm -hmm. and then we make adjustments along the way. Maybe we got to pay more premium. Maybe we started too small. We need to buy another policy. Well, maybe we started too big. Maybe we need to lower our premium a little bit. You know what I mean? But it's the correct foundation. And then I'm telling you, I, and I, straight from Nelson Nash, you know, Capital attracts opportunity. Mm -hmm. It's the, the the economic world. All of the schools of thought have it bass backwards. Wall Street creates an opportunity to attract your capital. No, no, you create capital that you own, that you control, right? That you can control, and see what opportunities are attracted to that capital. I'm telling you, it increases your ability to even recognize an opportunity. Mm -hmm. So. The, and, and I'm kind of speaking directly toward that idea of what do we do? You know, after I get mesmerized by a big presentation and I said yes, and I've, I've got a premium, now I've just got a life insurance policy if I don't do something with it. What do I do? Right. Right. I'm telling you, I'm encouraging you, right? If you have a life insurance policy, pay the premium. Focus on that. Focus on the premium. Premium, premium. The problem is the problem. Whatever the problem is, is a problem. And I know if it's your problem, it's a legitimate problem. But it's still the problem. The solution is a premium. Why? Well, James, you're just getting paid a commission on the premium. Yeah, I, I'm a salesman. I get paid commissions and I earn fees on investments. Yeah, and I'm not giving anyone investment advice. Okay. The cash values are derivative of the premium. All of those problems take capital. Cash values are capital. It is capital. So I'm just premium, premium, premium. Mm -hmm. That is the solution. And as trite, as simple or, you know, off the cuff as that sounds, I'm telling you, wouldn't I would rather focus on a solution than focus on a problem. I know the problems exist. I'll address them and correct them as they come, right? And I'll prevent and avoid as many as possible. Mm-hmm. That's the solution is a premium. These policies are designed to pay a premium. You don't want to be in a position where you're forced to reduce your premium. They're designed to take a premium. Now, um, and, and just once you get past that, okay, I'm in the future. What if, what, if my, what if my revenue goes down? You know, what if a real estate deal doesn't close on time? Mm -hmm. What if I have to retire sooner than I anticipated? You know, what if things, things happen? There, there's no question. Well, you want to be in the best position that you can be in, right? And then have all of the options that you could possibly have to make the best decision at that time as the circumstances dictate. Mm -hmm. And policy design uh, is important into the unknown future because you don't know what circumstances you're going to be in. And, and, and you touched on two things, right? What if you did everything you said just now? Long-term thinking. You fund your policy. But then, 12 years in, you get that letter, right? That, that's scary. Because even if I were to do everything you just said, if the person that designed my policy didn't take those things into account, even though I'm willing and able to fund it as illustrated, it might not. That's what's, that's what I, I don't know if I want to say I was, I didn't know at the time that that was a risk, but that is the biggest relief I had that it, I, if I do my part, it will do its part. Yeah. It's on me, right? Yeah. And, and like you said, not everyone thinks that way and designs it that way. And when you present it to someone that may or may not know the intricacies of it, and they do everything they say, they get past all those roadblocks you talked about, and then they end up with something that 
It's like you go into your car, turn the key, and nothing happens. Like, yeah. what happened? And you're late for work. Right. You got to be somewhere. Your opportunity is running away. Exactly. You're losing it, right? And and, and that was the, the other thing you talked about is like, now that I have it, what do I do with it? Right? That's, that's the light bulb moment I had. It's in the title. Is this opportunity that's being presented to me facilitate me becoming my own banker? Yes or no? Yes, I'll do it. No, why would I? Right. That that's the goal, not the policy illustration, not the cash value. That's the goal. Becoming yeah. your own banker. And so that's like you said, if if you do your part, those opportunities will come. That's my test of whether or not I do you know, take advantage of an opportunity or 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 not. Um and so I, I, I feel a lot more at ease and comfortable that I'm on the right track. I, I, if I do my part, the policy is going to do it. And, and based on my limited, somewhat focused tunnel vision goals, there are other ones, like you said, capital attracts opportunities. They come my way. I have, I have a test, you know, but obviously I don't know the correct answer every time, but I'm... But but I'm getting there, um, and and that was like I, I think I shared. So there, you know, with Excel, when you open Excel, it's a workbook and it has spreadsheets in it, right? Oops. And so I don't remember if I shared the whole workbook with you or just the one spreadsheet for IBC. I think I did. I showed you that you took the cover off, right? It, right. But but I showed you my retirement planning, right? What yeah. happens if Social Security isn't there yeah. for me? Oh well, look, he solved for like. Four different scenarios of what ifs, <laughs> right? And but you, you know, you that's you're an engineer. I mean, that's the way you're. Uh, I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. I just uh, I get off. Okay, he's a geeky, dirty <laughs> engineer. I mean, he is solved for what if this and this and this. You right. know, I mean, Cause which just, is perfect because I had multiple scenarios, like you said, yeah. worst case, best case, kind of thing. Yeah. And 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 so I I ran scenarios where um, what happens if. Social Security is not there. What if company what if company A pension falls through? Company B. What if both of them? What if all four? Right. What if I have to go down to cat food version of of living and getting by if none of these things come through? Right. And 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 I had a plan, and I have these 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 multiple levels of plan, and and the final one is not actually cat food but pretty close <laughs> right it's 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 probably hey i like tuna fish <laughs> it's probably instant well i'm saying cat food not tuna tuna, tuna is a, a luxury at that point <laughs> but it's more like i'm i'm not going to be able to do anything above and beyond just living right i got my food covered shelter healthcare but i'm not going to get to do vacations and things like that right so that's like the bare minimum scenario right and and even if that were to fail if I completely blow everything, I have my policy. That is like my safety net. It's a safety net I want to hand off to my beneficiaries, right? Sure. But it's there for me if I need it. Sure. And and so <coughs> all of those things, all of those different spreadsheets in the workbook feed into each other, cross into each other. Like if I have a lower rate of return on my um, uh, investments and things like that, it impacts my income, you know, in later years and all that stuff. And and again, that that was the the, the big change after after talking to Jake, because Jake, as I mentioned before, he showed me what we talked about, what we agreed on, right? And 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 that, uh, like you said, got to be a little uncomfortable. That required uber discipline, no screwing up, no, wow, that's a. That's a that's a nice car. I'm, I'm I'm going for it or whatever, right? I want an 80 inch TV. It's legitimate. It that's required it. discipline. Sure. Little margin for error. And then and then Jake showed me if you stretch even more because your policy has that flexibility, you could be in a much better position. And when I saw that, that's that's where I had the okay. I did it wrong. I, I didn't do it wrong technically, but I have to look at it from a different perspective. Forget about what my income and what my finances, what impact I'm going to have on my policy. Yeah. I flipped it around. The policy we talked about is great, but what Jake showed me was better. I'm flipping it around. Now, the, 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 there's, there's a term. There's something called um, a variable, meaning it changes. And then there's, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. Um, it's basically something fixed. Like, like if, if, you're, if you're doing... A car loan, the fixed thing is the number of years. 
if 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 you're getting a five year loan, let's 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 mess with your payments or let's mess with your down. You know, these are variables, but what's fixed is is this thing. What became fixed, the thing that doesn't change, is max funding my policy. Then I had to e evaluate how am I going to do that because I couldn't. It wasn't possible. I had to go find ways to fund um, my policy. Back to the book. You you fight. Use your policy for stuff you're going to spend money on anyway, right? I I, I think. Uh, well, I I can't say one way or another. I don't know how many people have an escrow account with their mortgage, right? You you basically pay your um, your your mortgage company, whoever it is. Um, your payment includes property taxes and, and, and insurance. In California, that's a big number, huge number. And so at the end of the year, and this is where it confirmed what the decision I had already made. I said, okay, I'm not going to escrow that. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to use that to fund my policy and then borrow it, pay it back. You know, future me is going to pay me back for using my escrow money to, you know, fund my policy because that's where the extra money I needed came because I couldn't find it. Mm. There's no subscription I could have canceled, no no loan, whatever. It's nowhere to be found. But then there's this escrow account. And so instead of paying my 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 mortgage company and and this decision was cemented, um, you know, I I don't know what the dividend number is, but it's it's you know it's at least three percent, let's say. The, the dividend I get on my 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 uh, my policy. My mortgage company pays me 0.01% interest on my escrow account because I'm pre-funding my 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 tax and insurance payment and they're giving me 0.01%. Now I know sometimes we you, you know on your podcast and Mr. Griggs podcast you kind of deride like this number's bigger than that one. Well duh. Well in this case it was duh. Do sure. I want to do I want to warehouse, you know, my money in my policy or in my mortgage companies? Yeah. Right? And so that was like, aha, I found it. I can do what Jake showed me. And when I did that, it solved a lot of problems that my spreadsheet identified. Wow. Um, there were going to be years where it was really tight and I couldn't even cover the the um Oops, I couldn't cover the um, uh, the interest, right? You don't want that interest to compound. Um, so I had one where max fund the policy, anything left over goes to um, to loan, to loan balances. And you see my spreadsheet, it goes out like 30 years. Little red flags will pop up with like, you can't, co you can't even cover the interest this year. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? There were years where it popped up. And then, and it would show me how short I was of just the interest payment, not even a penny to the principal. Yeah. <clears throat> and so when I shifted the focus, even though I'm borrowing this money the following year, the fact that I'm putting it in there, all those little red flags went away. Every year I had enough funding to not only pay at least the interest, a, a certain portion of the of the loan uh, principal went down. And so not only that, not only the 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 that the conversation with Jake solved some problems, but at the end, I'm in a much better position than it had I just gone with the slightly uncomfortable, you know, loosen my belt buckle approach. I went to the, <laughs> where there was no way I could get there. But because he put this goal in front of me, you know what they say, what is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. Mm -hmm. I figured out a way. And those are the types of things. I, I'm, I'm positive no one else would have pointed out to me. Here's what you asked for. Sign. Not, not telling me here's flexibility you have, here's how you should, you know, here's better ways to run it. But it, it, it just, it, I, I'm so grateful to, to, to have the opportunity to learn from people who are very well-versed, you know, dare I say gurus, experts in, on, on the subject because I'm, I'm, I'm learning and these things benefit me right they're not they're, i don't care who else's bottom line they benefit it benefited me in in a significant way and 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 you know going back to 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 one of the things that that um the biggest impression i got is is 
you have my specific best interests. And every time I go look at whatever has happened, it proves itself, right? In, 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 in how it's going to help me quite honestly exceed the goals I, I, I initially had when we talked. And, and wow. that, that's a great feeling. You know? That's it, powerful. Thank you. I mean, that's, that's impressive. That's mm-hmm. very powerful. And that's really the way it should be, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, the mother of invention is necessity, right? I know Nelson in his book, you know, he had to get honest with himself, mm-hmm. right? Where was he spending his money? Where were his cash flows going? Where, what, what, what he was in control of, what was he doing? You know, and you can't, uh, I mean, that's, that's incredibly valuable, mm-hmm. you know, where you mastering your own assets and that's really you know we don't want to create dependency at all we want to i want to create and promote thinking mm-hmm. you know and, and and it's very powerful whenever you know it's it's, it's got to be a legitimate number though the premium has to be a legitimate number you know if it's something that you know you could do you know falling off a cantaloupe truck backwards it's not that big a deal but whenever you have to like sit there and check your math, check your numbers, and really do some searching and some consideration, that's only going to better you, mm-hmm. right? And so if you can't come up with the number, you can't come up with the number, whatever that number is, right, we can still build a solution that fits you, right? Right. But it also should stretch you, but not to the point where, you know, you're illustrating premiums that you'll never be able to pay. I right. mean, that's, that doesn't benefit anyone. Yeah, and, and that, that's where I take a, a conservative approach, right? I'm not expecting a windfall. Right. I'm expecting some of my expenses to 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 come down because that's a windfall, to, right? Yeah, and and, and but that's I'm borrowing from future me because future me has lower expenses. I got it. I'm not expecting to you know win the lottery or anything. To uh, like you said, it it is stretching. Quite honestly, it's stretching beyond my ability for the next five to seven years. But I know after that, when when certain um, expenses drop off, because that's the end of the term, yeah. right? Whether it's a car loan or mortgage, I will be able to pay myself back. And so that that has been, that was why I was willing to go beyond what technically I was able to do. I'm basically telling future me, hey, I'm going to borrow some money. You're going to pay it back. But look at the benefit. Look at the difference between if I had stretched a little and stretching technically beyond my means. That's very powerful. Look, so either I can put it off at paying a premium right, for seven to 10 years, and then I can start paying a premium in seven to 10 years. Mm -hmm. I can work my way out of debt for seven to 10 years and then start saving money. Comparatively, I can pay a premium, and and I'm not doing this willy-nilly. I've done my math. I've done my homework. I have been honest with myself, mm-hmm. right? And, and I'm being conservative. I can pay a premium, and I'm going to use this money. I'm going to leverage the policy. And maybe I'm going to carry some loan balances, but I'm not going to let them compound out of control. Right. And then my debts or whatever, the the terms are ended, they're paying. I'm going to have a new cash flow or a uh, redirectable cash flow. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to add another seven or 10 year time period because now we're knocking on retirement's door or whatever. Right. You compare that, let's say a 20 year time period. So I'm going to, I'm going to, get out of debt or save or, or uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to get out of debt for 10 years and then start saving for 10 years, 20-year time period, okay? I'm going to start a policy and use that policy with some leverage. I'm going to borrow against it, but I'm going to maintain control of those loans for the next 10 years until I have this new cash flow, which would have been savings mm-hmm. in my other example or additional savings, right? But now from that time period or that 10th year to the 20th year now i'm just repaying these loans at the end of the 20 year time period i'm going to have more money in a contract that i own and control than i would have comparatively right but it's like oh wait a minute in 20 years i can't think past next week (laughs) i want it now 
Yeah, yeah it's new, just new a laughing I- show. New just iPhones coming out in August, right? Huh? <laughs> new iPhones coming out in August. Yeah, we, right. We find ways to, to to spend money that doesn't come back to us. Yeah, right? you're talking about iPhone. My, I get so much pushback because my iPhone is so old. Mm-hmm. They're going to force Apple's going to force me out of it, you know, because we're right. not going to support it. Yeah, and, and I don't like change. <laughs> just just like. I said the test for opportunities yes. is yeah. that whenever I think about a big expense, I, I, I think about it, is is this better served? This expense better served me buying something or is it better served as a PUI payment? Yeah. Right? So that that helps too. Like like the old thing of freezing your credit card and by the time it thaws, you, you've had time to think about it. But that's that's an easy test. Sure. Is, this good, is this purchase going to jeopardize my ability to max fund my policy? The answer is, if the answer is yes, then I'm not doing it. The answer is no, maybe. <clears throat> that's some real discipline there. Yeah, but that's pretty new to me. I, I was very undisciplined until like, you know, three, four years ago. That was not me. New iPhone, yeah, I'll take it. Oh, it's free, you know, just I just have to sign a two-year contract. Well, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, and, and and I you know, the 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 things I've discovered, you know, that I don't want to put all my eggs in traditional retirement vehicles. I don't wanna give control over to, you know, financial advisors and things like that. It's not, it's not that they're, they're bad people. It just hasn't worked for me. And, and, the, and the numbers have shown that it doesn't typically work out historically for most of us. And, and, and when, you know, we talk about how people are, are um, twisting and producing Frankenstein monsters of policies and interpretations of the book, um, I was reminded of something that that um, it's called Hanlon's razor, and 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 the way it was explained to me that I understood the easiest explanation was allegedly a quote from uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. It says, "Never ascribe malice to that which is adequately explained by incompetence." I, I don't think there's people out there trying <laughs> to that. scam us. It's just they don't know any better. They're doing the, the the best they can. And and that applies to sometimes when people are led down the wrong path under the guise of infinite banking, under the guise of becoming your own banker, and they're led they're led astray. It's not always like like the quote says, it's not doesn't have to be malice. It can just be incompetent. I'm guilty of that. You know, I've I've ascribed you know, incompetent or malice to incompetence, no question. I'll yeah. do better. Yeah. But all the more reason I, I feel very good about where I'm at, who I'm working with, what I'm doing, how it, this IBC is, is, is it like spills over into other portions of, of my financial stuff. Like I've, I've, I've normally only had checking and savings with a bank, but now there's, there's, um, there was like some special where if I deposited X amount of dollars and open a brand new money market account, I would get the same uh, interest rate, which is about half a percent, little over half a percent for anything, any amount versus that half a percent is reserved for deposits of like quarter, 250,000 and up if I took advantage of it. So I did because I need a place to park my money until my PUA is due. So why not let it stew and marinate and earn a little interest for 10 months before I, I make my PUA and my loan payments. But my loan payments I make more regularly because, because of accrued interest. Um, but little things like that, it's, it, it's starting to help not only with my discipline, but taking better care of my money. And I'm able to do that because I'm, to a certain extent, controlling the banking function as, as, what the yeah. book is telling you to do. If you can control it, who's who's gonna who better than yourself to to work toward your best interest? Right? Is is Visa working in my best interest? <laughs> you know, are, are are you know are these credit card companies, GM financing, whatever? No. But the more control you can have, the better. And and like I said, the book, your team, I feel very not only comfortable but confident that I'm on the right path. And, That's and, awesome. Yeah, and, and, yeah. I, and I, I, can't, I can't thank you enough, you know, to, to, with helping me with this and giving me the opportunity to kind of, you know, spread the word, share, share my story that um, hopefully helps some people get through the noise because 
I, I was confused. I was lost. Like I said, I gave up for a few months because it's like I, I don't understand why the why they're arguing. Aren't they aren't they all IBC practitioners? Why are they arguing against each other? Right. And and now now I have a clear understanding. You know, the noise and the fog is lifting, and and you know, I I, I really feel good about where I'm at and where I'm going. I love that. I feel good about it too. Yep. <clears throat> you know that if uh, the money market account, you know, it's really adding form. Kind of, it's just adding structure to your cash flows, right? It's it's an extension of your banking system. Mm-hmm. You know, it does add form and clarity to the flow of money, mm-hmm. um, and it's very simple. It's a, it's an account, right. you know, and it's you. I'm just saying the value exceeds the simplicity that you're controlling it. You know, your actions, your thought process. I mean, all of that accrues to you and to your beneficiaries. All of that. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you cannot put that anywhere on a life insurance illustration. Right. You can't put the value. Can we put a half a point, you know, on the money market account? Yeah, yeah. But the form, the clarity, the uh, the discipline that that encourages, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I don't want to say process, but it's dang near process. It just adds a lot more value than you think. Right. Right. So, all right. Well, you're very nice, very complimentary, and I'm very appreciative. So, is there any anything else you want to touch on before we go? No, I, I covered it pretty well, and I think I was a little more, um, uh, how would you say, structured? Because last time, you know, it was, it was a conversation, kind of exciting, maybe nervous energy is all over the place. But I, I, I think I've, I've made it pretty clear, you know, what the challenges were and what I think the 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 answer to a lot of those challenges is, and, and, and it's, it's becoming your own banker, right? And, and that's, that's the guidance I need. I, I don't need someone to teach me policy designs. I need someone to teach me how to become my own banker. And uh, I, I feel I've, I'm with the right team. Yeah, uh, I'm not with someone trying to shove another policy down my throat. Right. I'm with yeah. someone that wants me to learn and adopt that. Because you're, you're passionate about the subject, very close to, to the author and the inspiration and, and what have you. So, no one better in my mind uh, to work with to to try to achieve the goals uh, from that book. And, and I can't I really even buy that kind of an endorsement anywhere. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Thanks so much, Mike. I appreciate you very much. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Banking with Life podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe and click on that little notification bell. Otherwise, join us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher for weekly content.